10 million valuation. Yeah. 10, 10 million, million valuation. Free money. Yeah. Yeah. So how are, I mean, that's a big valuation for 11 customers. Do you have revenue? I mean, how much revenue are you doing today? With consulting, we've managed an average revenue of about 15K per month. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Nashif Patek. He's on a mission to reimagine HR using technology and drive workplace happiness while helping organizations improve productivity. After a career spanning two decades, of which 17 years were in senior HR roles, he founded WeSoar.ai to break the status quo in HR using conversational AI. Nashif, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, thank you. You bet. Okay, so who's paying for WeSoar? Is, is, is it folks, any, any company that's hiring? Uh, yeah, so uh, we are a performance management platform and employee engagement platform. We have 11 paying customers uh, so far. Congrats in, in on your first 10. Month. That's great. Thank you. In about one year of having a, some form of a product. Yeah, but the product is still getting built out. So we've got 11 paying customers. We've bootstrapped so far. We've got a couple of angel investors. How and, much did you raise on the angel side? Uh External funding is 205K. The founders put together uh, contributed 310K. What was that like? I mean, is 310,000 a lot for you? I mean, is it a big risk for you or no? It is a huge risk. <laughs> Are you married? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> was it, will your spouse leave you if this company fails? And she, she wouldn't leave kind of putting the pressure on me every single day till I succeed. <laughs> All right. And how many founders, is it you and one other founder? How many founders? I, I have a co-founder who's uh, an ex-colleague. So we used to work together in our last job for five years. And then we uh, kind of decided to kind of put this up together. We have a third member in the team, a core team who's our CTO. Uh, the CTO is based in India. My co-founder is based in Dubai. I'm based in London. So we kind of uh, manage. But just the two founders that put in 300K total. Yeah. That's and right. did you guys split equity 50-50 at the start or no? So I put in 260, my founder put in 50, my co-founder. Okay, so you got more. Yeah, and then I've also been on a no salary structure for two and a half years now. Yep. So you started coding this tool back in what, early 2020? Early 2020. March 2020 is when we set up, when we had our first set of uh, engineers, exactly three weeks before COVID. So, wow. Okay. And the range around you did 205,000 pre-seed around. What year was that? Uh, it, it, we, we actually closed the round just about two weeks ago. So it was an open round. Uh, the first angel investor was my skip level manager in my last job. So the CEO of the bank that I used to work in in Dubai, he was the first angel investor. Uh, the treasurer of the bank came in second. And then we had a partner in PwC who came in third. So we've just got three three angel investors. Yeah. I but love it's been, that. It's been a kind of constant grind, uh, basically managing a very tight cost ship. Uh, obviously not, not, it wasn't the best time to raise money. It wasn't the best time to sell because we lost like three or four quarters to COVID. So mm. when you lose 50% of your total time to factors completely outside your control, it's, it's, it's a very different ball game. I understand. And so that 205,000 you raised, how much equity did you sell to investors when you raised that? 
Uh, 2.6%. 2.6. Okay. That's not, that's not too bad. So what is that? That's a 205 times 50. That would be what, like a 10 million? 10 million valuation. Yeah. 10 million million valuation. Free money. Yeah. Yeah. So how are, I mean, that's a big valuation for 11 customers. Do you have revenue? I mean, how much revenue are you doing today? So all put together. So we have consulting and we have subscription. So obviously we've got two components and initially it's difficult to kind of ramp up subscription that quickly. So subscription is fairly small. Uh, We're talking about without any enterprise customer, we're talking about 15K ARR. But with consulting, we've managed an average revenue of about 15K per month. Okay, got it. So you're doing right now, like last year, or I mean, right now, last month, you did about 15,000 in consulting and about 1,000 in true recurring monthly revenue. 14 plus one. Let, let's put it that way. You know, we, we've done everything a bootstrap founder has to do in order to keep the lights on. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. No, I think it's great. You've managed dilution nicely because you raised it at 10. I mean, my real question is, how are you able to negotiate a 10 million valuation with only 12K of ARR? See, the the kind of traction is not so much in terms of existing revenue. The traction is in terms of the partnerships we are trying to build. So our business model is, is a little bit different. We are not another HR tech startup trying to sell to SMBs. We are looking to sell to the enterprise space and we are trying to do it through our partner network. So in terms of the partner network, we've got Microsoft, we've got Oracle, We've got advanced discussions with SAP and uh, discussions with Workday going to commence next week. On the consulting side, we've got partnerships with PwC, a regional Middle East focused consulting firm. And we are in discussions with other firms like Aon and Mercer and Ernst Young. So our kind of traction is more in the partnership route because, you know, once you get these partners on board and they understand your value, uh, selling to a enterprise that that they are already con- kind of engaged with is not that difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So so 11 customers on the platform today. And how are you upselling them? Is it based off number of employees they have or what's that stat? Yes. So the subscription is basically on a per user per month kind of a value. So it's a typical SaaS model. But, but yeah, so far our kind of lights have been on through consulting, but consulting not in any space, consulting in the space that is adjacent to our product. So we do consulting in performance management and employee engagement in workforce redesign, et cetera. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. Um, got it. And so today, obviously, you've raised 200K from pre-seed angels. You've put in 300K personally as the founder. How much are you burning per month right now? Burning about 25K a month. Does that make you nervous? Uh, not entirely, because this is pretty much the lowest we could have gone down to. 
maybe we could go down by another 3 or 4k but that would be like cutting down into the bones yeah uh, but what we are excited about is the fact that we've now reached a stage where the product is absolutely ready and tested and mature so mm-hmm. we are not trying to sell a half baked product to an enterprise you know and it's a different ball game if you want to sell to smbs they don't ask you difficult questions they don't ask you to fill a 40 item information security checklist but when you do want to sell to an enterprise you have to be ready for that and we are ready mm-hmm. for that mhm that makes sense um the team today how many folks are full time uh, we've got about 11 people full time 11 yeah and how many of those are engineers <sighs> except seven so there are four non technical people and the rest are all engineers hmm got it and are they based in india they're all based in india with your with your cto yes yeah. so which we've city we got, got a development center in india which city it's a place called indore it's in central indore. india it's it's a smaller town but it's a it's a good town it's and the reason why we chose indore over say a bangalore is because it's a much lower cost of operations and the workforce is a lot more stable I just interviewed a founder with senior engineers in Bangalore. He told me that he pays a senior engineers $100,000 per year, which is really high. What do you pay a senior engineer in Edor? About 30% of that. Wow. So it's about 30,000 a year. Yeah. Wow, big big difference. So okay, well, I mean, I I know because I have a lot of friends in Bangalore who are in the tech space and uh, what they pay to a fresher is what we can get a person with 5 years or 6 years of experience. Yeah, it's really and why hasn't like, you know, Freshworks, Netcore, Chargebee, why haven't they opened offices in Edor if there's such cheap talent? So I I'll tell you what, I think it is going to become a lot more prevalent going forward with people working remotely because uh, see earlier what used to happen was the large the moment you would hit a certain threshold you would like to set up your own full dedicated office you would be constrained by a 10 mile radius in which you hire people and you would always want to be close to where the founder is based Mm. so that that was one of the constraints now i don't live in indore and i don't care where my people work they could be working in vietnam tomorrow or ukraine and i have no problems with that so we have kind of looked at it from a complete remote perspective as well and the second thing is at at this point of time we are not looking to hire 200 engineers mm-hmm. and that may be difficult in a in a place like indore if you have to be really picky and choosy but if you have to get 15 engineers or 20 engineers that's fine I see. Interesting, Nishith. Well, we're rooting for you. Eager to see how you grow here as you land more customers and get your next ten signed up. But in the meantime, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Uh, the Black Swan. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, I want to take the best from everyone, but my favorite is Steve Jobs. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building WeSore? Uh, HubSpot right now. Yeah, that's number the tool four. I use every day. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get each night? Six. And what's Sometimes your situation? Four. What's your situation? Married, single kids. Married with two daughters. Two kids. Okay. And how old are you? I am turning forty-four in a week. Ah, happy early birthday! <laughs> Thank you. All right. But uh, and last question: What's something you wish you knew when you were twenty? I was quite happy-go-lucky. I wasn't. I wanted to become the prime minister of India when I was around that age. Then I, I still can. Uh, I I found a better pursuit and uh, probably a better utilization of my time. 
Guys, uh, there you have it. WeSoar.ai launched in 2020 as a consulting business. They still do about $15,000 a month today in consulting, but are building their SaaS now, 1000 bucks a month from 11 customers. They're burning twenty-five grand a month from $300,000 the founders both put in and $200,000 they raised out of seed round. They only sold 2.6% of the business though at a 10 million valuation. So super healthy cap table management. Again, as they look to break into this space of employee performance management here rapidly, we'll see what happens next. Ashith, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.